Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Die, That's Little Prod's TTRPG podcast. As always, I'm dead. Until today, we got Cave. I'm trying to remain positive. Dead will see to it that that doesn't happen. Don't worry. Yes, so in all of these discussions that we had about 1D&D and the content coming out from there, our thoughts, critiques, criticism, all that shit, we always managed to release them in between big discussions about what Wizards of the Coast is doing to the game and specifically with their uh, intentions with the OGL. Because it's literally been like, like record the first, like record a thing. Wizards says something that's very concerning about the future of the OGL. People get incredibly upset and scared. And then Wizards kind of placates it that we release the next, then release that episode. Record the next one happens again. And it no, just, this one wasn't even Wizards releasing it. This was a third party, right? Yes. So I figured we just take this time to like sit down and fully dive into this. However, will state at time of recording, which we are recording this January 6th, 2023. This is currently not confirmed as being the official for real thing. It is a leak supplied to various respected journalists and third-party publishers by, to them, reputable sources. However, that does not necessarily mean that this is 100% set in stone. This is what's going to be released when Wizards releases it. However, given the veracity of some of the people involved and where, it's, where they say it's coming from, this is concerning that potentially someone involved, that potentially the people in charge of this game and this license wanted to do this ever. So I guess we'll go over some basics first. What is the OGL? If you're new to tabletop role-playing games or just new to this side of them, you may have heard, you probably heard that term, but never really looked super into it. Because why would you? It's a fucking legal document. But in basic terms, when Wizards released third edition of Dungeons and Dragons in the year 2000, they released along with it the system reference document and the open game license. The open gaming license basically said, hey, you see uh, that? You'll, you'll often hear the that referred to as the SRD. Yes. The SRD um. was a essentially a truncated version of the core rules and mechanics of D&D. Just, hey, here is the absolute barest bones of what you need to understand how to play the game. And then the open gaming license said, hey, you see that list of rules over there? You can take those rules and make whatever the fuck you want. You can publish it. You can sell it. It can be your own thing. Go fucking ballistic. Because at that time, Wizards of the Coast was run by people who actually give a shit. Yeah. And then people did. And that led to this big boom in like third-party publishers. And it's the reason why with 5th edition, because the OGL, despite a brief hiccup there, is still what they are using. Uh, with the release of 4th edition, they made the switch over to the gaming system license, which is horrendous and dog shit. And no one should ever... Use it, and the only time it should be talked about is in a tutorial of what not to do. Yeah. 
course, fourth edition in general. <laughs> that is a different beast. We should do a fourth edition playthrough at some point, just so like we can subject everybody to how terrible it was. Hey, good fucking luck running that, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so anyway, I have very little sanity left. No, thank you. Yeah, so anyway, th- that is the reason that why there are so many third party publishers for these for these systems. They are was literally built into like the publication of these systems that people can just make whatever the fuck they want and sell it. And it was great. It's the reason why so many third party third party publishers are up and running and doing shit. It's the reason that it's literally the reason that Pathfinder exists. Well, Pathfinder directly like like is able to exist because of it, but it exists because of fucking fourth edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fourth edition came out, everyone hated it. Then Paizo, who at the time was publishing Wizards of the Coast magazines, was like, hey. Fuck we that. can try our hand at this. It is fuck that. Let's just make it gooder. So then they took the old SRD and made the new thing, the new hotness. Yep, and made D and D's direct competitor. Wizards of the Coast is responsible for its own competition. Yep, and so I'm coming. Yeah, and so with the. With the upcoming release and the big old fucking hype train that is the one D&D playtest, everyone had, well, people who cared, have been curious about what Wizards is planning to do with the open game license. It was a bit of a rocky start at first where they weren't really confirming or denying anything, but it potentially went the way of, hey, we're not gonna. Which led to hashtag open D&D. A... Hashtag on Twitter, where people are just complaining about wizards being wizards and more specifically Hasbro being money grubbing fucks attempting to like fucking clamp down on the industry and make sure that all the shit they own is theirs and no one else can touch it. And make as much money as humanly possible. Because remember, Hasbro believes that D&D is under monetized. They say with being still being the most popular role playing game on the planet. With a very widely used tool set that requires a monthly subscription to use. And a fucking movie coming out in like two months. Oh yeah. I'm going to boycott that. (laughs) I'll do what I usually do. Acquire it through legal means so we can all watch it together. (laughs) 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 But anyway. So yeah, then they put out a then they put out a blurb, basically like a little press statement, just saying, "Hey, we're not getting rid of the OGL. The OGL is going to stick around. We love third party publishers." Blah 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 blah. Talking out of our asses. Yep. Uh, then this past week, uh, a report from Gizmodo and reporter Linda Cadega. I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. Please forgive us. So yeah, they published an article where they apparently got their hands on the updated OGL, which is being called OGL 1.1. And things aren't looking good. I should also say that this uh, document was also acquired by Roll for Combat, a network of actual play TTRPG shows 
and also a third-party publisher of 5th edition and Pathfinder books. How is that going to fuck all of the actual play shows? I, mm, I don't know. We'll get to it. We're going to have to finish Cursed Destiny before this happens. So anyway. This new document that is literally ten times as long as the old one. Oh, God. With the with the previous OGL being under 900 words and the new OGL being over 9,000. I am not going to do the meme. Yeah, it's it's 2023. Why would you? Over 9,000! God damn it, you boomer. <laughs> I am not a... Fuck you. <laughs> gonna send me a lolcat next, you fuck? No, I was never into lolcats. But anyway... See so the new document. Um, it has it has been updated uh, with some language referring to uh, blockchains and NFTs because that's the thing people have to worry about now. As well as a as well as explicitly um, terminating as well as continuing language saying that it can terminate agreements with any third party creators that publish quote blatantly racist, sex, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, bigoted, or otherwise discriminatory content. No, well, I mean. I don't have a problem with that part. Yeah. I, I'm sure a few of the people who think that they're successful publishers do, but. Yeah. Now how are we going to get Fatal 3rd Edition? <laughs> <laughs> so. They also said in the document that OGL version 1.0 and 1.0A which is literally the only update to the OGL that has been made since it was released. And I believe that was in like 2004. That version of the OGL is no longer an authorized license agreement. Meaning that this, meaning that the version of the OGL that has literally built the fucking Western RPG gaming space as we are aware of it, as we know it, that's just, if this is released, Wizards intends to just have that be gone. It's done. It's no longer used. Fuck all of you. Brainiest. Yeah. According to the document as well, uh, as procured by io9, uh, the new agreement states that, quote, the open game license was always intended to allow the community to help grow D&D and expand it creatively. It wasn't intended to subsidize major competitors. Which is them literally just saying, hey, Paizo, you fucks. But yeah, but it's not just going to affect Paizo, it's also going to affect, you know, smaller publishers like Cobalt Press, Green Ronin, uh, fucking Delta Green, I just learned, is also is also built somewhat on OGL content. There are fucking hun- there are fucking dozens of games and companies that build themselves on the OGL and just saying, hey, that's no longer a thing that exists. Fuck you. That's just not... That's bad. Yeah, it is. <sighs> and with that, actually, pe- some people have been... Some people have been saying that this is Wizards pulling a dumb move because the old license is irrevocable because they got, like, wording in there and stuff and blah, 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 blah. And then, hey, there's this wizard quote from, like, years ago that was like, hey, we... It's like, hey, we would never fucking revoke the OGL. Why would we do that? That's stupid. 
No, that's not legally binding. Yeah. Also, neither is neither is the old license being irrevocable because it says nowhere in the document that is irrevocable. Like literally nowhere. People keep saying people kept saying that over and over and over again. So I just decided to literally just look up the old document and check it out. And what it says is in consideration to you to agreeing to use this license, the contributors, which is Wizards of the Coast, grants you the publisher, a perpetual worldwide royalty-free non-exclusive license with the exact terms of this license to use the open game content. That word perpetual is a little iffy. Perpetual means with basically in terms of legal, uh, from what I have read in terms of legal stuff, perpetual means as long as they say it's okay, get fucked. Because they also say updating the license in a late, in a later clause. Wizards or its designated agents may publish may publish updated versions of this license. You may use yep, there you go. You may use any authorized version of this license to copy, modify, and distribute any open game content originally distributed under any version of this license. The wording within the new document says this is unauthorized now. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's that's actually one hundred percent legit. However, for those of you who are panic about panicking about Paizo and other groups like that. There is such a thing in copyright as transformative works. It's how all of the YouTubers that you watch get away with it. And at this point, everything that uh, Paizo has done could very easily be argued as a transformative work, which means they have grounds to continue producing it. Uh, don't speak on any authority on that. I've heard multiple True. People, yeah, I've heard multiple people with varying levels of knowledge in this contradict everything you just said yeah well i'm just gonna try and remain positive is all i'm gonna do yeah like either like this just gets undone because hasbro's like wow that's a lot of heat <laughs> or because like that's the real thing that you should be doing instead of panicking you should be lodging complaints with not wizards Hasbro. Yeah, the parent company. And you should boycott Hasbro. Which is going to make me very sad because, like, they do a lot of stuff with the Lego. <laughs> so anyway. But I don't have to boycott Lego. On top of the stuff I just said, the new document clarifies in a section called Warranties that, quote, this agreement governs your use of the licensed content un and, unless otherwise stated in this agreement, any prior agreements between us and you are no longer in force. Yeah. It, mm. It's this not just great. feels like an invitation for legal drama for them. Yeah. Moving on to other stuff, the OGS. Because, like... This feels like they're massively just voiding contracts left and right without actually reviewing any of them. Well, because the, because what, what everyone who built OGL stuff did, it wasn't based off a contract. It was based off of the OGL. They didn't sign a contract yeah. with Wizards to do this. But that last part sounds like, hey, if we have a contract with you, we could just void it if we want to now. Hmm. Yeah. Like language is important. Yeah, we'll be getting into some other language they're doing. But uh, they also went on to very specifically specify what the OGL covers. 
So the original mm-hmm. OGL didn't really outline what kind of content you were allowed to make. Just so long as it was, so long as it followed, you know, the rules of the OGL, you could make basically anything. Mm-hmm. This new OGL, quote, only allows for the creation of role-playing games and supplement in printed media and static electronic formats. It does not allow for anything else, including but not limited to things like videos, virtual tabletops, or VTT campaigns, computer games, novels, apps, graphic novels, music, songs, dances, and pantomimes. You may engage in these activities only to the extent allowed under the Wizards of the Coast fan content policy or separately agreed between you and us. Yeah, this feels like Hasbro's about to get their ass... Like, if if they go through with this version, this sounds like Hasbro's about to get their asses sued to hell and back. Because there are hundreds of thousands of small companies that are based off of those other things. Yeah. And what's also fucking great about this is the... So this document was post-dated mid-December. Within the document itself, it was planned for release on January 4th. And the document reads, if you want to publish SRD content based on... Or, yeah, sorry, if you want to publish uh, SRD-based content on or after January 13th, 2023 and commercialize it, your only option is to agree to the OGL commercial. Literally just saying, hey... If you want to publish anything, agree to this in a week or you're fucked. However, it did not come out on January 4th. Hopefully one of their lawyers pointed out how fucked they'd be if they actually followed through with it. But still. But yeah, and so you saw, um, you might have heard in there, oh well, OGL, commercial. Because this updated version is um, divided into non-commercial and commercial agreements. With kind of the biggest differentiating factor between the two of them being in the commercial side of things, a tiered earnings system to... Oh, God. Yeah, to basically just say, hey, here is... If you're earning... It, it, it divides it up into like three different levels of earning money. And then those have different rules themselves. And they were kind of specific about if the content you make is available for free it's non-commercial even if you have a patreon or like some tips or some shit if the content is available for free regardless of whether or not they pay you then it is non that is non-commercial license anything that is being sold for money be that behind a paywall on a patreon be that like through tips or be that through fucking kickstarter you owe them money But it is specific that it you only owe the money if you earn over $750,000 a year. Oh. Well, that's not as bad. A lot of small independent creators will be fine. Yes. You still have to sign you still have to agree to license, which this is going to be the fuck part. Let's see if I can find it in this article cuz it is nightmarish. So, when you publish anything under this OGL, Wizards will have a, quote, non-exclusive, perpetual, 
irrevocable worldwide sub-licensable royalty fee license to use that content for any purpose. And Wizards... So they're basically saying, oh, you have OC, do not steal? I steal. Yeah. Also, Wizards can, at any point, for any reason whatsoever, modify or terminate this agreement, provided they give you a month's notice. So you can literally make something, have it be popular, Wizards goes... Yeah, we're done with you, so long as they give you a month notice in advance. And after that month, publish it themselves. Because they own it forever. And that sentence of the, like, non-exclusive, whatever, that comes after a sentence saying, you own all content you publish. Okay, that's co- that's internally contradictory. Well, watch a video like by a lawyer. Within- watch, watch a video on a lawyer by this. Watch a video by okay. a lawyer on this. Owning something doesn't mean you own it legally. You can own okay. something and you can you can technically own something, but you have like the you have like the ownership to be able to do certain things with it, but technically not. Are we almost done? Because I'm this is just hurting my head. Uh yeah, um, you I'm just own like, things, but you don't own them. Okay. I'm just, I'm just looking over stuff. I'm making sure that I. All right, Kickstarter. So, with Kickstarter, that is apparently their preferred platform. Saying that, uh, if you, yeah. So the OGL states that if creators are are members of the expert tier, which the expert tier is, if you earn 750k or more. If your license work is crowdfunded or sold via any platform other than Kickstarter, you will pay a 25% royalty on qualifying revenue. If your licensed work is crowdfunded on Kickstarter, our preferred crowdfunding platform, you will only pay a 20% royalty on qualifying revenue. And to clarify, that is any revenue you earn over 750k. Which means they're getting a kickback from Kickstarter, probably. Um, John Ritter, director of games at Kickstarter, responded on Twitter to this stuff, saying, quote, Kickstarter was contacted by Watsi. It was contacted after Watsi decided to make OGL changes, so we felt the best move was to advocate for creators, which we did. Managed to get lower percent percentage, plus more being discussed. No hidden benefits slash no financial kickbacks from Kickstarter. Oh, this is their license, not ours, obviously. Good for them. I'm proud of you, Kickstarter. <sighs> I I don't know, man. This is just all this is just all insanely fucked. And it's also the thing of twenty five percent royalties. There's 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 another thing that I've been holding back on saying for a while. What's that? This isn't a new edition. It's not. It's not a new edition. This is an excuse for them to make a bunch of minor changes that some of them needed to be made. But also for them to try and hide bullshit like this. Well, there's a reason they're calling the new OGL version 1.1 and not version 2. Which they should really change it to GSL version 2.0. Get fucked. This is 
dog shit if true. And again, if if the reason that they hadn't released this on January 4th is because they realized, hey, this is really flawed and we need to go back to the drawing board, great. If it was because they were like, we need to put more bullshit in, fuck them. Yeah. I should also state that apparently at the end of the document, they say, or not even at the end, like at the end of this article, it mentions it, but apparently in the document, they mentioned that they are well aware that they will, quote, receive community pushback and bad PR, and we're more than open to being convinced that we made a wrong decision. See, that sounds like the kind of language that's like, hey, we put this bad idea in here to see how people would react. Yeah. (laughs) This is there. We put in a highly experimental thing of removing crits from anything other than weapon attacks. Oh, fuck. So again, I feel the need to state, at time of recording, on January 6, 2023, none of this is officially confirmed. This is all based on a leak from supposedly reputable sources, but we have nothing officially confirmed from Wizards or Hasbro themselves. So, I will be in do- I will be doom as gloom as much as I damn well please. None of you have to be. This could all be some fucking nightmare fever dream that we're going to wake up from and find out that find out that with the release of 1D&D, the OGL will remain largely unchanged. Or it'll be changed for the better. Or they're going to say, "Hey, guess what? GSL2, let's go, baby." GSL2, Nightmare Boogaloo. <laughs> But yeah, so that is, that is things. Those are things that are happening, potentially. Uh, I don't like it. It's all bad. And it also points to just this idea that Wizards, or at least Hasbro, is going like, hey, you know all those third-party people who, like, made your fucking game and have been the reason it's per, it's like persisted for so long and has been the reason why it has seen this massive surge in popularity over the last few years. Fuck them. They're not monetized well enough. No, it's not even that they're not monetized well enough. It's that they aren't monetizing us. Yeah, true. Because like they're, they, there are people out there making a decent living. I'm not going to say they're making fucking gangbusters because nobody is. None of these people are owned by Hasbro, so they're not making fucking buku bucks or whatever. But they're making reasonable amounts of money to be able to support and pay for a company of people. And then Hasbro's looking at all that is like, why isn't that our money? That needs to be in our pockets. Hey, hey, come over here. Hey, get up. Hey, kid, come over here. Come over here. Just slaps him. Give me your lunch money. <laughs> just fucking slaps him. Grips his wallet out of his pants. Only thirty dollars. Now, now go buy our Lego transformer that doesn't really transform because it breaks apart when you try. And don't forget to buy the collector's edition of our of our fucking of our fucking commander decks, you assholes. I don't care if they look we're like gonna ta- destroy everything you love. I don't care if they look like taco shells. You're gonna play them. You're gonna like them. God damn it! Hey wizards, why aren't you making in-house sleeves? Look at Ultra Pro's taking your goddamn money. <laughs> Who the fuck's Dragon Shield? Get the fuck out of here. We're Dungeons and Dragons, bitch. 
If we're not going to be producing sleeves, then make them tournament illegal. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we're going to bring tournaments back, but only if we, uh, but only if we disallow all sleeves. If you come up with a sleeved deck, we will kick you out and fine you. Nor will we refund your entry fee. <laughs> you'll be fined, and you'll have paid the entry fee. Yeah, eat my ass, nerd. Go play a real game like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Konami knows how it's fucking done. They actually, they like, they surprisingly do because while they're while the system has a lot of power creep, they do somewhat compensate for it. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like reading a novel every time I try to play a spell card. Yeah, their ban list is ridiculous, though. <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's all I want to talk about. Just we keep missing the mark on being able to talk about these things, so I just want to talk about something. I want to talk about something that is relatively important to our interests. But yeah. Uh, Curse Destiny is back next week. Hopefully. Till then, I'm dead. And I'm Cave. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.